0: for your morning all the news you need to know it's the wabc early news on 77 wabc
1: welcome to the 77 wabc early news i'm deborah valentine with your new sports business traffic and weather and here's everything you need to know
0: the top five at five
1: ian well
2: Uh, you're going to impacts all the way to the east coast of florida
1: all right, Ian will make landfall along Florida's western peninsula south of Tampa today as a catastrophic Cat 4 hurricane, leaving behind catastrophic damage. The tent is being erected in the Bronx as New York City struggles to service even more busloads of migrants being sent unannounced from southern states. As Americans struggle with inflation and higher interest rates, new report finds home prices cooling nationally. New York City's council plans to debate protecting people with tattoos from discrimination. Hundreds of thousands of Russians fleeing the country to avoid President Putin's ordering of reservists to duty to help fight the war in Ukraine. The National Hurricane Center this morning says Ian's path has shifted south of the Tampa area and is forecast to come ashore today as a historic Category 4 hurricane somewhere between Cape Coral, and Port Charlotte before cutting across Florida. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is warning of catastrophic and life-threatening conditions. Uh,
2: you're going to see impacts all the way to the east coast of Florida. This thing's going to exit the state of Florida and most likely end up getting stronger, uh, riding into the Atlantic, and then probably hitting Georgia, South Carolina, someplace like that. So, so th- this thing's the real deal. Uh, it is a, It is a major, major storm.
1: Winds are expected to exceed 125 miles an hour with at least 10 to 12-foot storm surges in some areas. Roughly 2.5 million Floridians are under either a mandatory or recommended evacuation order. The National Weather Service is predicting that central Florida could expect anywhere from 15 to 20 inches of rainfall with localized precipitation of up to 2 feet, nearly half of what typically falls in an entire year there. A second day of back-to-back arrivals Tuesday of illegal migrants being sent unannounced to New York City from southern states overrun with migrants illegally crossing the border. A total of five buses arrived Tuesday in a span of six hours. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has directed public resources to convert an Orchard Beach parking lot in the Bronx into a tent city to handle the arrival of migrants. Construction's begun. And
0: to those who are saying, "Of uh, you know." Uh, is it humane to use uh, tents i mean like what are people talking about there was a tent in central park during covid i mean did people forget i was on the ground in covid i know that we had a boat with a hospital boat that was utilized uh, other locations was utilized this is a humane way
1: the governors of texas arizona and florida are attempting to call attention to president biden's open border policy and give relief to southern communities overrun by migrants U.S. home prices cooled in July, so much so it marked the fastest rate in the history of the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Index, according to a report released yesterday. Now, overall, nationally, home prices in July rose 15.8 percent compared to a year ago, marking a 3.1 percent decline from June, which saw home prices swell 18.1 percent from June of 2021. And separately, the index also tracked prices in 10 major metropolitan areas, such as New York and Boston, finding prices climbed 14.9% year over year, down from 17.4% in June. The 77 WABC Early News spoke to Redfin CEO Taylor Marr.
2: The home that's less ideal is just sitting on the market, taking much longer to sell. Um, That time in the market is growing. But more importantly, Those sellers face a lot of uncertainty. They're losing a lot of bargaining power and buyers are able to come in well under asking with contingencies, uh, which can be healthier for the housing market. But it doesn't feel like buyers are really winning either when they're facing such affordability constraints with higher interest rates.
1: Tampa, Florida, Miami and Dallas saw the highest annual gains among 20 cities in the survey for July with increases of 31.8 percent, 31.7 percent, and 24.7 percent, respectively. A first-of-its-kind bill will be introduced to New York City's council this week that would prohibit discriminating against people based on their tattoos. The bill would prohibit employers as well as service and housing providers from discriminating against somebody based on their tattoos. City Council Member Sean Abreu will introduce this bill during the council's session tomorrow. Council member Justin
0: Brannon spoke to News 12. Well, the legislation would prevent folks from discriminating uh, on people who have tattoos, right? They, they can't use that as a reason for why they're being discriminated upon. So they'd have to, if they want to block someone from getting a job, it would have to be on the merits. It would have to be on their qualifications, not because they've got a tattoo.
1: Any business that would require tattoos to be covered as a job necessity would also be exempt from this bill.
0: Well, that sound
1: of the mass exodus from Russia as over 194,000 Russian nationals, mostly men, flee to neighboring countries or board flights out of Russia after Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered a partial mobilization of reservists to fight in Ukraine due to territorial and troop losses. Well, another Biden faux pas. President Joe Biden ended up phoning Florida Governor Ron DeSantis Tuesday evening. Now, that was after Florida's governor criticized the president during a press conference for not yet calling to talk about Hurricane Ian preparations. The Florida Republican, in a rare showing of praise, though, lauded Biden's approval of Florida's emergency declaration ahead of Ian. DeSantis appeared on Fox News. You know, and it's my
2: sense that the administration, you know, wants to help. I think they realize that this is a really significant storm. Uh, and there's a lot of people that, you know, we're working with the locals. We work very well with them, of course, at the state level. Uh, but we really need everyone working together to make sure people uh, have their needs tended to.
1: Reporters pressed FEMA Administrator Dan Criswell at a White House press briefing earlier Tuesday about the lack of a call between Biden and DeSantis. But she said... It had not impeded planning for the historic hurricane. Biden also held calls with local mayors down in Florida. Well, the federal government appears poised to avoid a government shutdown this Friday. The U.S. Senate easily advanced a short-term government funding bill yesterday after West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin agreed to pull his energy permitting package which was attached to the funding bill under an agreement with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer for Manchin's previous vote on President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. This funding bill cleared an early Senate hurdle in a 72-23 to vote after Manchin agreed to remove his proposal. Manchin spoke to The Hill.
2: There's so much that needs to be done here to meet the challenges for the 21st century. We're not going to go down this path again. We're not going to have these opportunities again when you have... Democrats, the major, overwhelming majority of Democrats, are voting for it. They know the challenges and they see the good that can be done.
1: And the Senate could officially clear the funding bill as soon as today, though it would require an agreement of all 100 senators sending off the bill to the House. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell had encouraged Senate Republicans to take down Manchin's effort in a floor speech Tuesday afternoon, saying that adding the West Virginia Democrats' permitting plan to the bill amounted to a poison pill. Well, the first illegal challenge to President Biden's student debt cancellation announced yesterday, a libertarian group out in California filed this challenge to Biden's plan for student debt cancellation, calling it an illegal overreach that would increase state tax burdens. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre responded to the lawsuit. We want to be really clear here. You know, opponents of the Biden-Harris administration student loan plan are trying to stop it because they know it will provide much needed, again, relief for for working families. Anyone who does not want to uh, to give that debt relief and can choose to opt out. Uh, It's not uh, it's something that they are able to do. The suit's plaintiff is Frank Garrison, described as a public interest attorney. He lives in Indiana and is employed by the libertarian group. Garrison is on track to get his student debt erased through a separate federal program for public servants. Although most borrowers will need to apply for Biden's plan, Garrison and many others in that program will automatically get the relief because the Education Department has their income information already on file. Well, you know, Senator Bernie Sanders on Monday, the uh, independent out of Vermont said he hadn't yet decided whether or not he'll make another bid for the White House. He appeared on CBS News.
0: That's something, you know, I, I haven't made that decision right now. My focus and I'll be going around the country dealing with trying to elect Uh, Often young progressives, often young people of color who are prepared to stand up for working families and take on big money.
1: Sanders, as an independent who caucuses with Senate Democrats, mounted his first presidential campaign as a Democrat in the 2016 general election, ultimately losing the party's nomination to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. A former CNN anchor, Chris Cuomo, has denied he outed his ex-boss, Jeff Zucker's workplace relationship with a colleague, as he sues the network for $125 million amid claims they made him unhirable despite securing a new gig on News Nation. Cuomo was grilled by New York Magazine's Kara Swisher on her podcast that touched on his firing and the problematic interviews he held with his brother, disgraced former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. There's speculation, Chris Cuomo retaliated by exposing Zucker's consensual relationship with CNN's executive VP and chief marketing officer, Allison Gallist, who formerly worked for Andrew Cuomo. Chris Cuomo promptly denied it when quizzed by Swisher.
0: Kara, people think a lot of things.
2: Uh, and very often it's for bad reason or self-serving reason or to hurt somebody else. Did you? I'll say, tell you what. Go ahead. Have you ever heard anybody offer any
0: proof? Of any of the things that I did beyond the text messages that the attorney general had who did not conclude what many in the media did about my involvement.
1: He also maintained he did nothing wrong in helping his brother, ex-New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, defend against sexual harassment allegations. Russian President Vladimir Putin Friday may announce the annexation of multiple territories that Russia has taken in Ukraine. That according to the United Kingdom's military intelligence. The U.K. Defense Ministry tweeted on Tuesday that Putin is scheduled to address both houses of the Russian parliament Friday. Mikhailo Podolak, an adviser to President Zelensky, spoke to Reuters. There, Russia is conducting some referendums
2: where 20,000 people under pressure in the region of 1.6 million residents took a decision to so-called be a part of Russia. And were supposed to accept this model or else a nuclear weapon will be used? So that we will give away Zaporizhia region together with the city of Zaporizhia? This is nonsense and it is unacceptable for us.
1: Referendums to officially join Russia began in those four occupied areas Lushank, Donetsk, Kershen, and Zaporizhia on Friday. Many say it was a sham. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Justin Alex here with a look at sports.
0: And the pitch. Chop slowly to second. Torres there. And the Yankees are the American League's champions. They assure themselves a first round bye. They assure themselves home field in their first series. They are part of the way there. Another step in their journey toward a championship.
2: Well, I am Justin Ellick, and that was Michael Kay, courtesy of the Yes Network Deb, as the Yankees do indeed clinch this year's ALEs title with a 5-2 win in Toronto over the Blue Jays. Cleber Torres stayed red hot with three RBI singles, and Jamison Tyone shoved seven in one-third razor-sharp innings, allowing just two runs on five hits and route to the division-clinching victory. And now for what you really came for, a check-in on Aaron Judge and his chase for 61. Well, you have to wait another day, as Judge walked not once, not twice, not thrice, But four times last night and as he remains stuck at 60 with now just eight games remaining to tie and then hopefully break Roger Barris' mark of 61. He'll try again on the road tonight in the series finale with Toronto set for a 7.07 p.m. first pitch. That'll be Garrett Cole taking the bump going up against Toronto's Mitch White. As for the Mets, they are still knee deep in their battle for the NL East as they dropped their opener to the Miami Marlins last night in Queens by a score of 6-4 to four to drop into a deadlock tie with the Atlanta Braves for first place in the division. Carlos Carrasco was underwhelming on the mound once again for the Mets, lasting just three innings and route to his fourth, fourth start for four or fewer innings in his last six showings. The Mets will try and salvage the, the finale of their short two gamer with the Marlins in town before heading directly into the belly of the beast that is Atlanta for a humongous three game set that is shaping up to decide the whole dang thing. Taiwan Walker will take the ball tonight going up against Miami's Jesus Lazardo for a 710 PM first pitch. For more sports content, follow 77WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And here with your early news sports update, I am Justin Ellick on 77WABC.
1: All right, thanks, Justin. Lou Dobbs has your financial report.
0: This is the seventy-seven WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Another new low for the S and P five hundred stocks, struggling to mount a comeback, and airlines bracing for losses as Florida braces for in losses mounting on Wall Street. Now one week after the latest Federal Reserve rate hike, the Dow Jones Industrials riding a six-day losing streak. The S and P five hundred reaching a new low for the year in back-to-back sessions. Stocks continue to struggle as investors pull back on renewed recession fears airlines canceling flights across the country as Hurricane Ian approaches Florida. Several airports in the state have halted operations, including St. Pete Clearwater and Tampa International. Orlando International plans to ground all flights at 1030 this morning, while Disney Company planning on shutting down some of its attractions later today. The Department of Justice warns against an American Airlines JetBlue alliance, calling it a de facto merger in a court filing this week. The DOJ says it's an anti-competitive deal. The airlines argue that their agreement allows them to Compete with larger airliners. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
1: Well, futures in the red this morning following yesterday's $13 trillion sell-off. The Dow at 28,972 down 231 points or 0.79%. The S&P down 35 and a quarter points. The Nasdaq's fallen 151 points. Gold down $10.60 an ounce at $1,625.60. Crude oil at $78.11 a barrel, down $0.39. The WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time 520. As we reported earlier during the 77 WABC Early News, despite concerns from some local residents, tents are going up in the Bronx to help provide shelter to migrants who continue to pour into the city. WABC's Bob Brown has more.
0: A tent city is going up at Orchard Beach. Five tents will reportedly house asylum seekers along a one-mile stretch of the beach to the complaints of many locals. Here's Mayor Adams. This is not a shelter issue. This is a humanitarian refugee migrant crisis, humanitarian crisis. And so we're going to pivot and shift as the need. Construction expected to take about two weeks. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early Morning News.
1: Former President Donald Trump on Tuesday lashed into New York State Attorney General Letitia James over her $250 million lawsuit against the former president and his three older children alleging fraud related to the Trump organization. Trump appeared on Cats at Night right here on 77 WABC, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katzimatidis.
0: I mean, you look at this Letitia James, she's a disaster. Uh, She spends years going after me uh, that she said, oh, I may be misrepresented to banks, which, frankly, I didn't.
1: Trump also reiterated his familiar refrain that an uptick in crime has led residents to flee Democratic-run areas in the state. Trump's remarks come a week after James announced that her office had filed a lawsuit against him and his three children, Ivana, Eric and Donald Jr., alleging that all four family members committed business fraud. The lawsuit's a culmination of a three-year investigation by James and her office into whether the former president's company, the Trump Organization, allegedly misled tax investors and tax authorities by inflating property values to secure tax and loan benefits. Trump has, in the past, called the lawsuit another witch hunt. A man wanted for opening fire during an argument over gambling right near St. Patrick's Cathedral in Midtown Manhattan's under arrest... 23-year-old Pedro Hernandez taken into custody Monday. He's charged with attempted murder and other offenses. The shooting happened just before 6 p.m. back on August 28th on East 50th. Authorities say that Hernandez had just lost money and jewelry on a shell game. He followed the winners to their vehicle, demanding his property and money, back, firing one shot. Although it missed everybody, Hernandez attorney Andre Trevisio spoke to ABC7.
0: We think that we're going to be able to... to... Get an exoneration on it. Um, we're going to put up a, a vigorous fight. We need to take this to trial. They're being unreasonable. My client is, is vigorously denying all charges, and um, we're, we're ready to fight this matter.
1: In addition to attempted murder, Hernandez, say police, is also charged with attempted assault, criminal possession of a weapon, and reckless endangerment. And police say Hernandez has been arrested five times since he was released from Rikers Island in 2017 during a period of calls for bail reform. A man and a woman shot in the legs in Harlem. This happened Tuesday afternoon. The shooting reported right in front of 215 West 125th Street just before 3 in the afternoon. Police say a 20-year-old man was in some kind of a dispute with another man who opened fire on him. He was shot twice in the left leg and taken to St. Luke's Hospital. A man only identified as John spoke to ABC7 describing the chaos.
0: You know, I'm like, (laughs) what's going on? So they said it must be gang-related because the guys... They got into an argument with the kid. So they went and got their gun, and they were standing there, so they saw him. So they ran over there and started shooting A 48-year-old
1: woman who preliminarily does not appear involved in the dispute, also shot once in her left leg. She was taken to Harlem Hospital. Both uh, victims are said to be in stable condition, and the suspect ran away northbound on Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard. So far, no arrests. A Long Island landlord facing charges following a multi-alarm fatal fire Monday morning at his property on Front Street in Hempstead. One tenant died. Two others were hurt. According to Nassau County Police, the Hempstead Fire Department, along with South Hempstead, West Hempstead, Uniondale and Roosevelt Fire Departments, responded due to the severity of this fire. Nassau County Chief Fire Marshal Michael Utero
0: can't really release anything else. It's still under investigation. Our investigators are still getting into the house to start their investigation. So there's really not a lot to say right now on the cause of the fire, uh, except to say that the fire was contained relatively quickly by the fire department. They did a good job of suppressing it and and evacuating as many people as they could. Police
1: say the landlord, 35-year-old Darrell McLennick, who lives in the house next door to where the fire occurred, was arrested and charged with criminally negligent homicide for not having smoke detectors. He's also facing a charge of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, and circumstances surrounding the weapons charge are unclear at this moment. Oh, well, check your lottery ticket. Somebody who bought a lottery ticket in New Jersey is a lot richer. Upset County store sold a Powerball ticket worth a million bucks for the Saturday, September 24th drawing. The second tier prize was uh sold at Jackson Depot in at The winner not yet uh, coming forward though, and the winning numbers for that draw were three, nine, twenty-one, twenty-four, and twenty-nine. And that Powerball number was fourteen. Two tickets as well matched four out of the five white balls and the Powerball that was drawn, winning a tiered prize at fifty thousand dollars. The third tier actually. Those tickets were sold, one in Bergen County at a 7-Eleven in Norwood and in Somerset County at a quick check in Raritan.
2: I've been quoting Yogi Berra saying it ain't
0: over till it's over. It's over.
1: All right. Former New Jersey Governor James Florio there. He championed a plan that substantially raised the state sales and income taxes, leading to his reelection defeat in 1993. Died Sunday. He was 85 years old. Well, speaking of Hurricane Ian, it is also throwing a wrench in some concerts down in Florida. WABC's Jacqueline Carl is more. There's just one thing, I can't go anywhere. Country singer Luke Bryan is being forced to cancel several upcoming tour stops in Florida because of Hurricane Ian. He's scheduled to perform in Estero, West Palm Beach, and Tampa September 29th through October 1st. But Luke can't go anywhere near there because Ian's expected to hit the west coast of Florida this week. The shows have been rescheduled for early November. People are encouraged to hold on to their tickets. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. 77 WABC News Time, 529. If you missed the top five at 5 and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com.
0: It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.